All right, let's roll another episode of the Tony D Podcast, one of my favorite ones to do as we look forward to the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday down in Tampa between the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to give you some of my favorite stories of basically getting drunk off my ass when the Super Bowl was here back in 2012. We're going to go through my favorite prop bets for the game coming up on Sunday. Last year's Super Bowl 49ers Chiefs, I went 10-2 and on the prop bets, so I've looked through these. Some of them are fun. Um, but we're going to have a great time going through these, and hopefully we all win some money together. So thank you for listening. And as always, thanks to our sponsors, Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. If you own a home, this may be your last chance to refinance at an all-time low. Rates are beginning to move higher, potentially a sign of things to come in 2021. Contact Kyle today at Caliber Home Loans, 317-680-6306. And if you're looking to save money refinancing, maybe you can use that money to get new floors, New carpet in your home. That's where my man Harley comes in at Flooring is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. High-quality flooring with a lifetime warranty. Look no further than 100% kid-proof, waterproof, and pet-proof. Cortec flooring. They have beautiful options for wood to tile looks. Built-in cork backing creates an extra layer of insulation. Easy to clean. It won't say you get a hold of Harley today, 317-755-1246. And yes, I'm going to briefly... Maybe going to a little bit of a tailspin on it, uh, the Andrew Luck rumors of some bony text, phony text message that came up. So we'll get into that as well. But let's first and foremost get into these prop bets and some of the bets that I like this weekend. So I've got the Chiefs winning this game 34-27. to So you could take at minus 110 the Chiefs minus 3. You can also move that line at, up to Chiefs minus 6.5. That's plus 150. I really like that bet. Got to do the heads or tails to start yourself off. You're either going to be up a couple dollars or down a couple dollars when the thing kicks off. Depending on how much you bet, I always go for tails. Tails never fails. That's what I will simply always bet. Um, will Patrick Mahomes throw a first quarter touchdown? I say yes at plus 110. I've obviously got this game at 34 to 27, so we're going to see some points. And we're not talking about Jimmy Garoppolo or some of these players that haven't played in Super Bowls before, and sometimes it takes a quarter, a quarter and a half to get settled. This is Mahomes who played in it last year, and the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, playing in his 10th. So I don't think there's going to be any slow starts in this game. I think it's going to be scoring early and often. Uh, that's why I also have Brady to score, uh, to throw a first quarter touchdown pass. That's at plus 140, so you're already 2.3 times your money if both of these two players, Patrick Mahomes and Brady, throw touchdown passes in the first quarter, which I think they will. I think it'll be 7-7 seven, seven at the end of that quarter. And if you got that, and if it goes tails, which I think it will, I mean, obviously that's literally a coin flip. Um, we could be looking good at the end of the first quarter. Um, largest lead of the game, I'm going to go under 14.5 points at minus 115. I think these guys are going to trade blows back-to-back. Um, Travis Kelsey, you know, Gronkowski, Fournette. It's going to be a... Back and forth contest. I don't think either of these teams are going to have more than a 15-point uh, lead at any point in this game. So I really like that the biggest margin of lead will be under 14 and a half points. Uh, I like to do this one a lot just because he scrambles, and I think that defensive pressure from Tampa is going to force him to scramble a little bit. Uh, but Travis Kelsey, or excuse me, yes, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. That's at minus 175. That's a pretty obvious one. Um, but Patrick Mahomes over 13 and a half rushing yards. I think it's 13 and a half. You can get it different places. Uh, I think he'll have probably 20 to 25 rushing yards 
on the evening. Leonard Fournette, anytime run for a touchdown at plus 120. Um, at plus 120 as well, I'm going to go at least one field goal missed in this contest. That's not an extra point. That is a field goal attempt to be missed. I'm going to say yes at plus 120. And then again, I've got the Chiefs at 34 to 27. So that band, uh, you can bet bands on a winning margin. That band of 7 to 10 is plus 420. So a $10 bet will net you $42. Those are my prop bets. Again, Chiefs to win, minus 3 and actually minus 6.5 as well, 34-27. Tails, Mahomes and Brady to both throw first quarter touchdowns. Largest lead of the game to be under 14.5 points. Mahomes over 13.5 rushing yards. Kelsey for net to score touchdowns, a missed field goal, and then that band of Chiefs, 7-12 to 12 points. So uh, let's win some money together. If you have not signed up on Bet Rivers or Bet MGM and you are in a state like we are here in Indiana that is legalized to gamble on sports, please get a hold of me on Twitter at Tony D Indy. Um, Facebook, Tony Donahue. You can send me a Facebook message if you don't have Twitter. Let's get you. Uh, I have promo codes. I work part-time for a sportsbook marketing company. Let's get you these promo codes. Um, it's 100% match on both MGM up to 1,000, Bet Rivers up to 250. Um, Rivers will match you right off the top at 250, so you will have 500 in your account immediately. Um, and then MGM is, I believe, a one- or two-time rollover, and um, it's, 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 it's free money to play with, and why not do it during a Super Bowl, a game that you know you're going to watch, and a game that you know that there's probably going to be opportunities to live bet this thing. So best of luck. Uh, if you got other Super Bowl prop bets that you like, or let me know who you're taking when it comes to the Chiefs and the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday in Tampa. Okay, there's a lot more to dive into. We'll get to Andrew Luck, but there's just so many good stories that I have from that 2012 Super Bowl that was here in Indianapolis. I was obviously working at the ESPN radio affiliate here in Indianapolis, right in downtown Indianapolis. So we were in the heart of everything, and you really didn't know what to expect, but I kind of just approached it as, look, this is probably maybe never going to happen again, especially in the capacity and the role that I had where I was able to go to I was able to go to Radio Row, didn't actually go to the game, but was able to go to Radio Row and just kind of take everything in. Um, but my favorite story comes from the Bud Light Hotel. Um, wild how that all comes around full circle. And um, so that was actually at the Hampton Inn, which is downtown right there on Maryland, I want to say, right catty corner from um, – it's on Meridian in Maryland, I want to say. Anyway, so they send me over there with the videographer, and they say, hey, we want you to interview some of these celebrities that are going to be on the red carpet. And I was like, okay – so I get handed a list. I ended up um, LaShawn McCoy, Donovan McNabb, Deion Sanders, Warren Sapp, Tim Tebow, um, I believe Jerome Bettis, Ed Tuttle Jones. I got to interview, um, and I just stood there. I, I don't know where that video is now, and I don't know if uh, the guy that was a videographer, I would love to have that video, uh, but we'll, I'll look into that. Uh, Pierre Garçon was another player. And so, you know, we just did these interviews, and it was a Madden Bowl party. And then I didn't realize, oh, hey, it's also like at the Bud Light Hotel, and they're launching Bud Light Platinum, which is obviously a lot more ABV than the regular Bud Light. And in 2012, I wasn't, I mean, I probably, I mean, I guess I probably did have a tolerance, but not as good as maybe I do now. With that being said, um, so my videographer was like, Hey, I got to go edit this stuff. I live in Muncie. And I was like, well, you know, here, leave me your credential just in case. And I was like, well, I'm going to stick around. I'm by myself. Don't really care. Um, 
Let's go and see what this is all about. So we walk in the back, and there's a concert set up. It ends up being The Roots, which is Jimmy Fallon's um, in-house, so to speak, band. So I was like, all right, well, this will be cool. And I'm kind of looking around, and then I ended up meeting uh, Chuki Nuorki, who um, is still a friend of mine to this day, and, and he introduced me to a lot of people, so I'm, I'm very fortunate for him. Uh, and we had a hell of a time when it came to that event, the Bud Light party and the launch of Bud Light Platinum. So this leads to being introduced to Antonio Pierce, who uh, I believe was working for ESPN at the time. So we're at this concert venue and the roots are about to play. And there's this upstairs area that we managed to get up to. Uh, And a lot of former and current NFL players were up there. Uh, Warren Moon was up there with a prostitute or what it looked to be a prostitute. I don't know. Um, got to meet Donovan McNabb, Drew Brees, uh, did, I think we were, we did a couple shots at Crown Royal up there. And so I moved down. I'm like, all right, well, I'm down here by myself. I wonder who else I know that's around. So I text Michael Grady, who was my boss at the time. Hey, MG, what's up, man? What are you doing? I've got an extra pass to this Madden Bowl party. The roots are about to play. It's open bar. Uh, where you at? He's like, oh, I'm downtown. I've got his then girlfriend or wife with him. Um, and I was like, all right. So I walk out and this is terrible. And the lady is like working the table and I was kind of just BSing with her and I snagged a wristband because you either had to have a credential or a wristband. And I think like the credential got you the VIP side, the wristband just got you in the building. So I snag a wristband and I was like, all right, Michael, I'm going to get you in and then we're going to have to come back out or I'm going to get, I'm going to get, you know, the person that you're with, um, in, and then we'll come back out and get you. So that works out. So we're in. So then I text Matt Taylor, uh, who was a colleague of mine at 1070 The Fan, now the voice of your Indianapolis Colts. And Matt, where are you? Mate, where are you? What's going on, man? Oh, uh, you know, my wife and I and, and her sister are down here. Um, what's going on? I was like, yo, I can get you, probably try to get you into this like Madden Bowl party. I've got three passes, you know, I'll come out. So I go out and get Matt, his wife. Bring him in, go out and get um, his sister-in-law, and we're all in. We're like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, holy crap, like, <laughs> this is awesome. So we're like slamming Bud Light Platinums and having a hell of a time, and I'm eating like these like chicken hors d'oeuvre type things, and Tim Tebow walks by, and I'm a huge Florida Gator fan, so I got my picture with Tim. Uh, as I mentioned last year on the podcast, he would not have a Bud Light Platinum with me, but that picture I posted on my Facebook and on Thursday, I'll have uh, the picture of Tim Tebow and I and a couple other ones. Um, me and Plexico Burris, which that was interesting. Um, talked to him for a while. I actually have Plexico's number. I don't even think it's still his number, but uh, we were Snapchat friends for a minute there. Um, anyway, so we're having a good time. I get Will Carroll in as well, and he was with a girl named Meg Brown, who is that girl on deck on Twitter. She's a big MLB um, fan on Twitter. I'm sure you've seen her. And so we're having a blast, and the roots come on, and I'm having a good time. I mean, I'm getting lit up, like hammered. You know, I'd already ripped some shots, and this Bud Light Platinum, I don't understand that it's going gonna, it's gonna to get to me, and I'm going to be in trouble. So I gave the security lady $10 to just keep running us beers. They had this little makeshift bar set up. It was open bar, and I took full advantage of it. Um, so I had to pee. Of course I did. And I was like, oh, I don't want to walk all the way through this crowd, because we were like, front row a bunch of us and I was like I just don't want to risk so I said to the security lady I said hey 
you know, I really got to go to the bathroom. I don't want to go all the way back here. Is there any way that you can, um, you know, can walk me to the bathroom? And she's like, well, come with me. And she takes me through like the stage back behind the stage. And it was like a makeshift bathroom. It was like a, it was like a module, like a trailer, like a, basically a trailer. And you walk up the stairs into the bathroom and it's dark. There's no light in there. Um, and I'm drunk. So I, I'm like peeing, wash my hands, walk down the stairs and somebody walks right in front of me. And I was like, Snoop. And I was like, Snoop dog. And this dude turns around and he's like, what's up? And throws me the peace sign. And I was like, I run out. I was like, dude, like Matt and Michael Grady. I was like, dude, Snoop Dogg was back there. I just saw him. And they're like, what? And literally like 10 seconds later, like the music stops and it goes right into gin and juice and Snoop Dogg comes out. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. This is great. So just keep drinking. Have a good time. So I walked back to Emmis where I was working on the circle. And, and, and mind you, at this time, there was no Ubers. There was no Lyft. And it was simply um, taxi cabs. And those were ridiculously expensive. So I slept at work knowing that I had to get up at 6 a.m. With, with Matt Taylor and go to Radio Row. And I threw up. It was bad. I wore the same clothes the next day to Radio Row. You'll see I've got a jacket on. I look hungover as hell. There's pictures of me next to Steve Young and um, Clay Matthews sitting there, and I just you could just tell that I just had a night. I remember one of my bosses at the time looking at me that morning and being like, you all right? And I was like, yep. And then another lady, Taja, who I love, I don't know if she listens, maybe she does, um, Taja works at MS, and she looked at me and was just like, you all right? And I was like, yeah, you know, I got really drunk and slept here on the floor under my desk or, or under a random desk on the fifth floor that wasn't occupied. And she's like, well, at least you didn't drive home. And I said, that is for damn sure. And I just remember, you know, the rest of the weekend being crazy. Um, I think my buddy Dan Pantos can attest to this. There was a bar above what was then, I believe, Julian or Jillian's, Jillian's downtown. And some lady went into labor like two months early on the stairs of that place. So I don't know if anybody, if anybody's familiar with that, I'd love to know what happened. I mean, obviously the baby was hopefully born healthy. I remember... The night before, just being an absolute madhouse, and then Sunday morning, we we all three um, of the morning of the daily shows were on the air, and I just remember pulling into the parking garage on Super Bowl Sunday, right off of Illinois, right next to Buca de Beppo, and it was five hundred dollars to park in said parking lot, and I was like, I will give you my key card for two hundred and fifty dollars and meet you after the game. I was like, I I will give you a discount. You park downstairs, you're caged in. Uh, but no, it, it was a blast. We had fun that whole week at Radio Row. Got to meet a lot of people. Uh, got to make some cool connections. That's how John Clayton and I became became good friends. Uh, kind of snuck him through uh, the back way of the JW Marriott, and you know the weather was great. It was just it was just a blast. It was just one hell of a time. We had uh, had a lot of fun. Got to meet. Um, got to, I, I got to see Drake. So I believe it was the next night, Friday night, at. I want to say it, it was called Blue, and then it was called. It's been a bunch of it's been a bunch of different club names, but it was right next to uh, where Kilroy's is, and I had a shitty BlackBerry at the time. But uh, I have a picture of walking by and Drake. Like he didn't even really like perform. He just kind of like sang some songs up in the VIP. Like he didn't even really sing. He just kind of like put in his two cents every now and then. Uh, so that was crazy because Drake was like 
I mean, he obviously is still huge, but he was like a major breakthrough. And uh, that was just a blast. It was just kind of like no holes bar. You just went and did whatever you wanted at night. And as long as you kept it between the lines, which that could even still be up for debate. It was um, a hell of a week, nonetheless. All right, so, and I hate even indulging in this, but it's been going around and I've been asked. And I know a lot of people, a couple of people in my timeline today, oh, what the hell do you know? Well, I'll say this about Andrew Luck. Um, if you remember when everything that has ever gone down with Andrew Luck, who has had it first? Either myself or JMV. And that's the bottom line. We beat Schefter on everything. Uh, I'm still convinced John and I had the same source, but we never have spoken about that. That's, that's John and I are very close. Uh, we speak about a lot of things. I tell JMV so a lot of things to this day. Uh, but that was never really spoken about. Um. So Mike Austin, and I love you, Mike. You know I do. Um, he's the guy who got JMV tattooed on his body. Had a text from his sister, from his wife's coworker, who's best, whose friends is best friends with Andrew's wife, saying that he misses coming, he misses football, and that he's got a meeting with Jimmy from the Colts. So here's even let's let's just say, and and it could be, let's just say that those texts are true. Okay, one. Andrew is still pretty close with that organization, as he should be and as the organization should be with him. Jim Mersey is very loyal to his guys. Jim Mersey is, um, well, from what I know, I've never met the guy. I know a lot of people that have, and I know a lot of people that tell me a lot of things. Jim will bend over backwards for any of his former players. Um, you know, I've always stuck up for Andrew Luck, as you know. And I've always, you know, stuck up for Jim Mersey. Um, you know, it's... The, the Colts, just like the Pacers, I'm passionate about, and they frustrate me, yes. And there's going to be some things that I say that are probably emotionally ridden. But um, at the end of the day, I, I've always, always had Andrew Lux back. Um, we kind of came into this town around the same time. And, you know, I, as much as I liked Peyton Manning, I, I loved Andrew Luck, and I'm still not mad at him this day for, for walking away. Um, so do I think that Jimmy, maybe it's Jimmy Mad Dog Matus, we don't know. But do I think Andrew and Jimmy meet for lunch? Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. I don't know where they meet at or if it's in a, you know, undisclosed location or they have a backdoor entry somewhere or, um, you know, just where nobody's, where they're not going to be seen and, you know, nobody's going to snap a photo of them to start spreading these rumors. But uh, bottom line, Andrew Luck is not coming back. Does he miss football? Absolutely. I'm sure he does. It's something that he's played his entire life. I mean, I, I couldn't play in my pickup basketball league for three months because of COVID and I missed it. So, yeah, absolutely does he miss football. But, I mean, he's got a, he's got a kid. He's got you know, he's 30 years, 31 years old, retired, $100 million in the bank, smart as hell. Uh, hopefully is back to good shape. I mean, I think there's some injuries that linger for him that probably will linger the rest of his life. And from what I've been told, which is a surprise to me, that he still lives in Indy, uh, but do I think Andrew Luck is coming back to the Indianapolis Colts to be the starting quarterback? Absolutely not. And and this, you know, with th- this happened last year when they weren't sure Philip Rivers is going to be here. But with and, and and look, Anthony Costanza, who he's very close with, just retired. Do you think that Andrew wants to come back with Costanzo not in there? Yes, I know Ryan Kelly is a stud. Um, so is as Quentin Nelson, but still. Um, I just don't think it's going to happen. And I put out there, oh, well, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely a, a possibility. That was like right – that was before Matt Stafford was traded. 
and there was rumors that Stafford could end up with the Niners. Um, and people are like, oh, Jimmy sucks, Jimmy this, he's Jimmy Garoppolo uh, is always hurt. I mean, that dude led a team to a Super Bowl 365 days ago. So um, I think he's in the running. I don't think they're going to get Deshaun Watson. They're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. I think Derek, Derek Carr's got a got a chance. Um, but it's going to be interesting because I thought Matt Stafford was the best fit. That's who I wanted. Uh, he gets traded to the Rams. So the Colts' ongoing saga continues. And when there's an ongoing saga for probably the next two years at the quarterback position, if there is, Andrew Luck's name is probably going to be mentioned. But again, not happening. So next week on the Tony D Podcast, I hope you'll listen. We're going to preview the Daytona 500. Adam Alexander from Fox Sports is going to join me. My old buddy, um, if you're a 1070 The Fan fan, and remember the producers, uh, my good friend David Deering, who will be in Daytona. We're going to also preview the race. Um, he will be down there. I'll give you some of my favorite bets for the race. I know we've got some IndyCar to talk about. We'll get into that at some point. And college basketball still uh, going strong. So we may have a couple more episodes here over the next week. So just stick tight. Appreciate you listening. Uh, please support my sponsors in Harley at Flooring is Forever and Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. Uh, their information is blasted all over my Twitter timeline at Tony D Indy as well. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Super Bowl. Well, from one Super Bowl to the next, we go as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers knock off the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9 and probably the most surprising outcome I can remember um, maybe since Seattle blew out Denver seven or eight years ago. Not surprised that Tampa Bay won Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, as we know. But, I mean, the fact of the way that they did it, their defensive scheme was unbelievable. They s- slowed down the high-powered offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. That was the shocking part of it, was just the fact that Kansas City didn't score a touchdown in the entire game. You're listening to the Tony D Podcast, as always, brought to you by Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. It's go time, and if you are looking to refinance your home, Kyle is the guy for you. Kyle at Caliber Home Loan, 317-680-6306. If you own a home, this may be your last chance to refinance at all-time lows. Rates beginning to move higher, potentially a sign of things to come in 2021. Again, contact Kyle at 317-680-6306. You know... Tom Brady is obviously the greatest of all time, but I just didn't expect a, a, a thumping like that. I, I thought it would be a close game. It would be a high-powered game. And, you know, Tampa Bay showed up in their home field, and, and Kansas City certainly did it, whether you want to blame Mahomes. I mean, I thought Mahomes had an okay game, despite the fact, you know, his foot was killing him. It's not his fault Travis Kelsey. Guys were just dropping passes, and he just really could never get a rhythm going. Um, I think I kind of served up the pot a little bit. One, you know, I didn't hate the halftime show. I thought that the weekend could have had a little bit more energy, and I was kind of checked out of the music part of it once he played like the two or three songs that I knew. Uh, not not my favorite, but 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 not awful by by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I don't know why those guys are wearing underwear on their heads, um, but you know we knew that would be a meme for the rest of the of the year of 2021. So uh, there that is. Um, and then I stirred up the pot a little bit and said, why don't we stop the Indy 500 on lap 101 and put Lady Gaga out there in concert? Part of that was in jest, but part of me, and, the, and it would only be this year because not everybody is going to be in the stands. And if they do allow 50% fans at the Indianapolis 500, like I think that they will, how many of those 50% season ticket holders are going to come? So does that number become a little bit lower? So if this is another made-for-TV event, I mean, the ratings on last year's 500 were not good. And the racing over the last three or four years, honestly, 
I know you're going to call me crazy and say, oh, well, there. But, I mean, the racing hasn't been that good. I mean, up front has, I mean, power dominated, Pagano dominated. And it was, I mean, you knew going into the race last year, it was either going to be Rossi, Dixon, or Sato. Those are the only three that really had a chance. Dixon dominated. Sato got him, what, with about 15, 20 laps to go. And, and that was it. Um, so if this is going to be a TV event again, and you're looking at outside the box, look, it doesn't have to be Lady Gaga. I mean, it could be Foo Fighters. It could be Metallica. Why not have a little intermission? 20 minutes. I mean, you could do it before the race, too. I mean, kind of... It was just thinking outside of the box when it when it came to uh you know with the halftime theme of what we saw the Super Bowl last night. So um yeah, there was that. I know people didn't really like that, but look, um IndyCar needs to start doing a lot better of getting better ratings, making the racing better, which I think they're working on, and getting newer eyes on the sport instead of, you know, the same old 50, 67 year old dudes that don't want any kind of change and don't want to look ahead of the future because they're not going to be part of that future. So um, with that being said, it was just kind of an outside-the-box thinking. I know a lot of people didn't really like it necessarily, but it is what it is. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. If you're looking for high-quality flooring with a lifetime warranty, 100% kid-proof, waterproof, and pet-proof, Cortec flooring is the way to go with beautiful options from wood to tile looks. A built-in cork backing creates an extra layer of insulation, easy to clean and won't stain. Get a hold of my guy Harley today, 317-755-1246. Refinance your home and save some money. And then uh, maybe take that money that you saved and give Harley a call. Let him redo your home to make it as beautiful as it was the day you walked in. All right, from one Super Bowl to the next, we now turn the page to the Daytona 500 coming up on Sunday. Uh, Speed Weeks, so to speak, kicks off on Tuesday night with the Bush Clash on the road course. Wednesday night, qualifying for the Daytona 500. Thursday night, the duels. Friday night, trucks. Saturday, you got ARCA and Xfinity. And on Sunday, obviously, the Daytona 500. A lot of different drivers in different places. And from Fox Sports and FS1's coverage, joining us now is Adam Alexander. Adam, thanks for your time, buddy. How are you? 